Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Mayor Khan, thank you so much for joining us. We're here at a climate finance summit. Were you surprised at the pushback that you guys got? Well, look, we have in London now the world's biggest clean air zone covering an area more than 600 square miles. Nine million Londoners are now breathing clean air. But if you look at the history of these policies, there's always been initial pushback. The initial congestion charge in London, 2003, opposition. Uh, no one would dream of reversing that congestion charge in 2008. We brought in a low emission zone for big vehicles. Uh, all of London was covered. A lot of objection from those who were uh, drivers of lorries. Would dream of reversing that. When I brought in the first ever ultra low emission zone in central London, lots of concern. But we saw in a couple of years a reduction of almost 50% of toxic air, a third fewer children being admitted to hospital. Uh, uh, because of air pollution illnesses. We expanded it, some opposition there, but we saw a 20% reduction in air pollution. There has been some genuine concerns that Londoners have had, which we've see, sought to address. Three weeks in now, uh, since the ULES was uh, expanded, and people have realized, actually, their vehicle probably is compliant, they're not paying a penny more, they've seen the benefits of cleaner air. So with hindsight, you wouldn't have rolled it out differently, or is there anything that you've learned it for, for how you did it in the last four weeks? Well, look, there are some people who have genuine concerns. We sought to address them with uh, uh, financial support so they can make a just uh, transition, transition. At the same time, we've seen a lot of misinformation, disinformation out there on social uh, media, and there are lessons to be learned about how they can seep into the mainstream and how we respond to that. But we're also hearing reports that the government is trying to possibly water down some of the previous commitments made to net zero. Is climate change now toxic? Well, what's happening is uh, some people are trying to weaponize uh, climate change, weaponize uh, air pollution. And here's the perversity of what Prime Minister Sunak uh, is doing. We've seen in the UK in September, in London in September, for the first time ever, four consecutive days of temperatures north of 30 degrees Celsius. We saw last year in London temperatures north of 40 degrees Celsius, wildfires in London. We've seen across Europe and the global north in America, wildfires, droughts, heat waves. The response of governments should be actually to turn this awful crisis into an opportunity, creating green jobs a Green New Deal, thinking about how we can both save the planet, address climate change, but also give people security and have that just uh, transition. And this is basically, you know, lazy politics from a weak prime minister throwing red meat to his backbenchers because he's so weak and ineffectual. But do you think you could have been better supported by Keir Starmer with you, Les? Well, I, I recognise uh, that we've got to make sure we take people with us. I recognise We've got to address people's uh, concerns, but concerns. But from Keir Starmer and the Labour Party, uh, what I would hope to see, and we are seeing, is plans to address the climate emergency. You've got an announcement from 
the Shadow Finance Secretary, Rachel Reeves, saying, you know what, in the first term of a Labour government, we'll be investing to the tune of £28 billion a year, which is, in proportionate terms, akin to, if not more, than President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. But, Mayor, is it fair to say that you could have gotten more support by Keir Starmer on ULEZ and also in the by-elections, and you haven't because it's now a, a political hot potato? Well, what happened was the by-election in Uxbridge and Ryslip took place a few weeks before the ULEZ was expanded. People had genuine concerns, which we were addressing. At the same time, people were playing on that as well. Listen, Keir and I are close friends. We've known each other for more than 25 years. The only thing we disagree about is I support a great soccer team, great football team, Liverpool. He supports a rubbish one, Arsenal. Okay, but apart from football, what kind of advice would you give him to win the general election? No, I don't give Keir advice. Uh, you know, what I do is uh, I'm a friend to Keir, but also an example of what a Labour politician winning and the difference we can make being pro-business, supporting businesses to flourish and uh, thrive, being pro-enterprise, uh, being pro-fighting uh, climate emergency, being pro-clean air, building record numbers of affordable homes, uh, making sure we invest in public transport and young people. And what I, what I want people to see across the country is that that's the difference Labour winning can make compared and contrast to a Conservative government where there's been economic mismanagement, list trust is all for mini budget last year, but also a weak and ineffectual Conservative leader. What can Labour now do to, even, to, to be closer to businesses? There has been a campaign to actually get them on board. I think the latest polls show that they'd be pretty happy with the Labour government. What would you do more? Well, there's two, there's two things that, that people want to see from good leaders. Uh, one is addressing social injustices, but also economic competence, supporting businesses, being proud to support businesses, being pro-businesses, being pro-business. One of the things that we've got to have the humility as politicians to accept is you know, we don't create the jobs, the wealth, the prosperity. Very often we think we do, but we don't. We can create the environment where businesses flourish and uh, thrive and work with businesses to be pro-well-paid jobs, to work with businesses to make sure they invest in young people, to work with businesses to train up people to have the skills for the jobs being created. My nervousness about the Labour Party is our reputation in the recent past uh, has been we're anti-growth, we're anti-prosperity. What Keir Starmer, Rachel Reeves, their teams have done is to reassure businesses by listening to them that we are pro-business. We're back at business as a result. Mayor, sh should London have gotten the ARM IPO and was it a kick in the teeth not to have done so? I'm sorry to hear you. The ARM IPO. Well, listen, the, the great thing about you know, London is our underlying strengths are still there. Uh, we, we, you know, even post-Brexit, we are still a city that has got all the things that businesses need to invest in London, to expand in London and to, to well in London. Mayor, what are you most excited about in the climate space? So is it green bond issuance? Can, can London financial as a centre actually become a hub for green finance and green issuance? We, we started our conversation by you talking about uh, the ultra emission zone, the world's biggest clean air zone. There are so many exciting things happening in London. We have the largest amount of electric buses in the Western world, the largest amount of rapid charging points in the, the Western, uh, in Western Europe, I beg your pardon. Uh, you know, record numbers of trees being planted, rewilding, half our taxes are electric. What I'm saying to investors around the globe is, London is the green capital of the world. This crisis uh, of the climate emergency can be an opportunity. We have a green bond in London, more than 500 million uh, pounds come to London invest. And also at the same time, 
make sure that the London Stock Exchange is known as right. the Green Stock Exchange. But, but Mayor, can London do that by itself if you have a government that doesn't really believe in, in, in its own pledges in the, in the transition? I say this, uh, I say this with uh, utmost humility and no complacency. Uh, this government is only here for a short time. In the near future, where there's a general election, as soon as it's called, I'm hoping the British public gives Labour a chance to be in government. And one of the things that Keir Starmer has done this week, another good thing he's done is, is to set out a direction of travel that with a Labour government, there'll be closer alignment with the European Union. And so what I say to people nervous about this ineffectual, ineffective Conservative government is uh, their lifespan is very short. They'll be out of power very soon. Mayor, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.